0: And welcome to the Tuesday night music show again. again. We're here again. Yes. With, uh, with Howie. It's my first time. And yeah, Jay, Jay is here for the first time. Welcome, feels, it feels like the first
1: time. Foreigner.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. foreigner. foreigner. I was just going to say that. I was, I was thinking more
2: Madonna. Yeah.
0: Like a mm-hmm. virgin. Yeah. Because yeah. it's oh, not right. the line.
2: And feels John- like the first time, feels like hey. the very first time versus like a virgin, huh. Yeah. And speaking Boy. of music,
1: your previous show, Brian, when you said Asleep at the Wheel. Love Asleep at I, the Wheel. I thought of that country group from the 70s, Asleep at the Wheel.
2: Yeah, that is the group. Yep. But they had a pop hit back in like 78, 79. Yeah. Yep. Driver's seat. Driver's seat, Sniff yep. tears.
1: Yeah, their very first album was nothing but covers, but it it sold a lot. So,
2: a driver's seat is sniffing the tears. What was the "Asleep at the Wheel" song? I
1: don't know. That's the name of the band,
0: "Asleep at the Wheel." Okay. What's anyway. word for it, old timer? Music. I, I, don't I don't remember old-timers. that one. <laughs> thank you, thank you.
2: Oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Oh, you want you want to see thing. the Prince machine stop dead in his tracks? Hey. Tonight, we're going to talk about Graham Parsons. Brian, you go first. Oh,
1: Graham Parsons that died in the desert. Ooh. Ooh. You
0: know, I don't want to talk about this for the whole show. <laughs> I, I, no, no. Hold on. No. The Achilles was, heel's been exposed. Bear with me here. I, I got it. I got okay. a topic. Okay. I got a topic. All right. It's not Graham right. Parsons. Hey, we're it's on. not we're on. No. We're on. We got a topic. I have a topic, and and I'm going to just say that my example isn't the show topic. My example is strictly an antidote to what we're going to be talking about. Does that make sense to you? Sure. Did you see the Super Bowl Mm halftime show? Uh, Oh, yes. And it hasn't been talked about enough. Okay. No, it's all over. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. This is what I noticed. But But... what? Well, too I'm not containers. critiquing the music. I thought it was manager, good. By the way.
1: I, I thought the music choices were good. I didn't oh. like the Dollhouse, but that's the only thing I didn't like.
0: I thought they were FEMA trailers, but that's another story. A FEMA, <laughs> yeah, <a> FEMA trailer. <laughs> but, no, I that's I'm when Eminem a... lip-synced on, right? <laughs> I wasn't going to critique the show, but you baited me. No, 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 I didn't. Th- th- <laughs> this, this, this was the weird. Thing phenomenon that happened in my news feed, people either loved it or they hated it. Yeah, it was polarizing, and and some people said it was the best Super Bowl halftime show ever. No, it wasn't. Now, now no. on the neither here nor there. I'm not here to critique it. But it wasn't Prince, and, and I'm I'm like like oh my god. This is all everybody's talking about. Either they love there. it's very polarizing. Right. It's an age thing. So I got off of social media. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Right. I called my mom, and my mom's like, haven't, you know, she's got something to say about it. I'm like, oh my God. Wow. So I said, screw it. I can't escape it. I did a video talking about it. Yep. And Mm -hmm. and just Super Bowl halftime show in general. Didn't critique that show. I thought it was Mm -hmm. fine. For just for what it was, it was fine. Sure, you know, but I said, you know what? Here's where I think there's an issue. I believe the issue is, it's kind of like wedding DJs. It's exactly like wedding DJs, where we're playing in front of everyone. Right. We don't go out and we don't play all hip hop for a mixed audience. We don't play all 80s for a mixed audience. We don't play all country for a mixed audience. Right. We mix it up. Right. If we only had 15 minutes to play, like Jay does often at his weddings in Temecula, yes. Yes. <laughs> you, <laughs> got, you still have to mix it up to make it. Otherwise, you're going to disenfranchise people. I think... Yeah. You got to pick three great songs at my weddings. Well, well here, here's here's the thing. And, and tell me what, what you think of this... Analysis. Okay. I feel like you're better off with a country full of people, for the most part, saying it was all right than a country full of people saying it was great or it sucked. No. I think you're better off with saying it's all right. You're better off with the middle. You're better off. I think so, Howie. I disagree. But you I'll you let Howie go be first. Great or no. suck?
1: Yeah. Know. But we're not
0: that way at weddings.
1: I didn't think it sucked. No. I I think, think, honestly, my honest feeling, I think it went along racial lines. The people that said that it sucked were like freaking living in FEMA trailers, and the people that enjoyed it were
0: people that love music. Well, I don't know, man. I, I was just thinking to myself, If I had to produce a halftime show, and I knew for a fact that I was, again, just an antidote, not the topic I wanted to, to cover tonight, but I was just thinking, you know, if you've got to give everybody a little something, or it's in your best interest to give everybody a little something, if you go back to the old days... They had marching bands they had marching bands marching yeah, band. band yeah it's true it was an A&M a band. marching band or something mm-hmm. and they'd bring out maybe a celebrity to say something or sing something or whatever i saw george burns went out and did I something no
1: i know oh my god i cringe when i think of that
0: i don't know what he did i never saw it but it was like whatever it was just a halftime show but then You know, they kind of, you know, would trickle in artists here and there. And then it was Gloria Estefan with the marching band and whatever. And then all of a sudden it was Super Bowl halftime show sponsored by Pepsi, Michael Jackson. And it's like, oh, boy. And then from there on out, it was kind of like the showcase. Right. But they also did the
2: triples. They did the like Katy Perry with Red Hot Chili Peppers and Bruno Mars. And then mm -hmm. they went back to the single acts. And then they went to. And by the way, if nobody knows this, they are paid
0: Zero to perform at the Super Bowl. Zero. 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 I was thinking that a really cool format would be, from a wedding DJ's point of view, knowing what we know about people. Play country. How we're trying to give everybody a little something, especially (laughs) like in that family (laughs) hour. Yeah, I'm dead serious. Paying attention to Jay. (laughs) What what would happen if you did like an all-star band kind of thing? I'm thinking about Ringo's all-star band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would he ro- would rotate. You know, I think it was Colin yeah. Hay from *Minute* work one time, and Sheila E. was in that band, and the guy from *Supertramp* was in the band, yeah. and maybe the guy from *Ambrosia* was in the band, and yeah. Yeah. they had all these different people that would come yes. together. And you know, you'd have like a really good keyboard player, and a really good guitar player, and a really good drummer. Or, well, that would be Ringo, but you know what I mean. I mean, it's part of the all and do
2: it year after yeah.
0: year. And then well, switch it would up be the play. Every year is what I'm thinking. But it would be an all-star band every year. I was also thinking yeah. of Casey and the Sunshine Band because that's an all-star band. That I, is I've seen them perform that live, and, and they'll yeah. one one year I went to go see them, and the background vocalists, the, the main female background vocalist was the lead singer from Company B, the Freestyle Act. And they had Montel Jordan was the rapper, and it, it was neat. Yeah. I mean everybody was there mm-hmm. and it was the best of the best wow you know how what, I, I don't know i just think it might be interesting to do something like that and, and i'm also thinking about these odd collaborations that happen now we've seen it <clears throat> i heard another one today on the radio i hadn't heard before and maybe i'm behind on the times but i heard some kind of weird mashup of michael jackson's remember the time and Phil Collins in the air tonight. Yeah, that
2: Sickic Music did that a few months yeah. ago. And, I and, saw that. And there's yeah,
0: there's the Dua Lipa and Elton John. That's a track. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a track. He actually
2: thing. did that track. The other one's a producer that did it, the Michael Jackson right. Phil Collins. Right.
0: But I mean, that kind of stuff is hot right now. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm just thinking to myself, wow, what if you put like Garth Brooks and Weekend up there? What the heck would they do? Suck. Or Or well yeah, well never mind then. I just thought it was an idea. No, no, no. I agree with you, but I I think it's I think it's
2: a pattern. Like country should be next year, and country should be next year because that's a what they haven't focused on in a long time. I mean like for me, if you want a Super Bowl big show the band I would pick would be the one band that would get booed off the stage by everyone in this room, and that would be Foo Fighters. I think Because I think, everyone looks at every event as, oh, they got an awesome, oh, who's the best? Oh, it's Foo Fighters again? Because they well, show up
0: everywhere, but they show up everywhere because they do a good show. But, but yeah. what, what I'm saying yeah. is... In, in and they was would was, do it live. As a DJ, okay, you know what to do in front of a, mi- a mixed audience. Right. You know what tracks to pick. Yep, you know, okay, I'm looking around and I'm seeing who's in the room. Yep. I see a few cowboy hats. <sighs> some of them are Mexican guys wearing them. Yep. Some of them aren't. You yep. know, I see some teenagers. I you know, I I see some some girls or couples in their 20s. I see mm-hmm. some couples in their 50s. I see some couples in their 30s. I see grandma over there. In fact, she's at the table with all the answers about her age. I got to do a set right now where I can kind of include everybody where I'm not alienating anybody. I'm not playing all, you know, whatever Kumbia and Banda for this group. I'm not playing all, you know, crooners for this group. I'm not playing all rock for that group. I'm going to pick some tracks and I'm going to try to play some stuff. That's familiar to everybody. But I don't want to leave anybody out, so I'm going to hop around a little bit and give right. everybody a little something. It just path of the least like resistance that would be the way to go. Yeah, it's Do the path think- of least resistance you
2: think- where you get the biggest audience to respond. Hence, well, why yeah. I would say yeah. country, because country has the bigger following. In but that in would be like a lot of areas. if you
0: had more teens there, you would ignore everybody else and just play teen- the, that music no no it's not saying that but it's looking at things what you're saying
2: no i'm looking from the perspective of if well let's put it let's turn the table if this was a the famous nascar race of the year what music would you expect country okay so that's at least dialed in with one genre football's not football is like get up and go music like look at what dj like if you've ever DJed a sporting event you're not playing barry manilow weekend in new england between plays you're playing mm-hmm. like get up and go crazy music.
0: Well, I don't know mm-hmm. if I I don't know if I mentioned it or not, and forgive me if I didn't, but I didn't mean for this to be a Super Bowl show. I was using that as an antidote to yeah. what do you do for mixed audiences.
2: Right. And I and I I think it's right. a great topic because I think it opens right. up to you know, I think the learning lesson from this Super Bowl is do you take a 15-minute segment of the night and instead of playing a Dr. Dre and then a paper boy, and then a Bruno Mars, do you start looking at your audience at a wedding and going, Hey, you know what, the joke of the Super Bowl was, if you were over 50, you said, Who are these people? And if you were under 30, you said, Who are these people? Meaning there was a core audience of 30 to 50. That was like, Oh, I'm in my wheelhouse. So Mm -hmm. do we now go to weddings and say, and a lot of us, including me have done this for years, where it's like, You know, remember that time when Pitbull would have like eight songs you could probably play at a wedding? So you would play Mm -hmm. five of them, but only a minute and a half each and do like a medley? Maybe that's where we're going. Maybe now, I mean, let's face it, the next event I do is in March. I will play a Dre, Snoop, Eminem set within Mm -hmm. the club because Mm -hmm. it'll be a throwback to the Super Bowl, but it will also be, I'll get that audience that's around me. Going crazy, and they'll feel included. Uh, I would,
1: well, I would, to I empathize with the audience and the meme that I saw that you verbalized, right. you know, if you're over fifty or under thirty, you don't get it. I I think DJs got it, you know, because we lived it, and we I knew every song, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool, you know. But I think you're right. There's there's certain demographics that didn't get it. So right. if they didn't understand, oh well I hate it, which is kind of strong.
0: Well, you know, it was just it was just really polarizing either way. But I mean we've seen it before. Hugely. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't um, know which, if we're going to make this about the Super Bowl. Let's just do it, I guess. I'll just stop trying to dance. No, no, it. no. Good no, lunch. it's it's done already. We're 15 minutes in. You know, and that's all we've talked you, about. But, you know, if if I was going to produce thing. this thing, I think that, you know, first of all, you got to stretch it a little bit. If you're going to do what I'm suggesting, 15 minutes isn't quite enough time. An extra five minutes. Hey, you know what? Maybe we can work with that. I don't think hey, they have that time. You know, what? You,
1: go. you know, you make a good point like they're rushing this thing because it's halftime it's like jesus thing ends at 10 o'clock at night why not let them do a half hour
0: show no and, and that's too be, long maybe the, yeah i mean there's a compromiser there somewhere but i mean no. you got two teams well, right competing right. that's the but focus you gotta, you not the halftime
2: show
1: it's 17 minutes they gotta drag the dollhouse out and set yeah. that up you know and everything else and then it's like they only had 13 minutes of music
0: yeah i mean i understand why they did what they did i understand that it was la and i understand this west coast and i understand that you know this, this I, is their turn. But did you hear other opinions did you hear other people because i heard
2: people say both i heard yeah. oh it's oh, california yeah. but i also heard a bigger audience a bigger audience say to me well this is pandering this I'm not surprised. This is who's performing. Well,
1: well I heard uh, I heard a different thing though. I heard it. They they kind of they didn't really bill it that, but it was implied that it was a West Coast thing. But goddamn, you had two artists that were there that are not from the West Coast. Well, yeah, but Dre. You had Mary that. and you had Eminem. They're but, not from the West Coast. But, yeah, but they're, right
0: they're in New York. They're Dre. And Dre's West Coast. So that's why. Yeah, See, Snoop's yeah. Long Beach. You're Dre in Inglewood. Dre is actually and, and it's it's kind of weird because I think we was thinking Dre is this rapper guy. And he is, but he's produced some neat stuff that Yeah. Like the Michelet stuff I was talking neat about a couple tough. weeks ago. That was holy him, cow. You know, he
1: signed He's signed all the big artists. He's a billionaire.
0: He's, he's well, that's based on
2: beats, let's be honest. Apple spent three billion dollars to buy him and Jimmy Ivey now.
0: So okay. he got his cut.
2: I mean, that's, that's that's just the reality. He became a billionaire when Apple gave him $3 billion for his company. So. I'm not saying he's not talented and not a good producer. I'm just saying he's I'm, doing very would, well already.
1: I would say he's a good businessman if he sold something for a billion dollars.
2: Oh, yeah. Apple came in and bought out Jimmy Iovine owned Beats by Dre because he was walking down the beach and had an idea for headphones. And up on a balcony in Malibu was Dre. And he said, hey, let me talk to you. I got an idea, what do you think? Yeah, I'm on board.
1: Yeah, and, and the truth okay. is, Beats headphones
2: suck. Oh, they do, but there's a great documentary about Jimmy Iovine. You guys are so much fun tonight. I think it's on Netflix. <laughs> it's like a four-part documentary. Very interesting, but they go over the whole process and it, it's intriguing to see it go from an idea on the beach to. Give us money. You know? Yeah, I I think the learning lesson, Brian, and it's it'll be interesting to see next year. And I think they'll cave to the pressure of having a Garth Brooks, Luke Bryan kind of thing going on next year, whatever. But, you know, I I think the NFL has been in too much is a terrible example because they've been in so much trouble over the last few years Mm -hmm. between players getting concussions and dying, and the whole Colin Kaepernick issue, and the issue in the front office, and coaching, and GMs, and And ownership. And they've, and I think they're, you know, Goodell is constantly trying, like, okay, how do I spin this? You know, the girl that's, they had a country girl sing the national anthem. And I thought she did a great job. She did. Well, now, she but she also represented a group. Well, so that, but... in their eyes, I think it was. I mean,
0: you know, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not suggesting that it's particularly exclusive to this show, where it's alienated a lot of people. I'm just saying that I saw a lot of it. You know, a lot of polarization with this one on social yeah. media. We watched it. I'll tell you right now, we wouldn't turn on a country halftime show. We weren't watching the Super Bowl. Well, I was watching the commercials and doing other things. Blanca was not, she was watching right. home improvement shows. But right. she turned the channel when the halftime show came up because she was interested in seeing it. We and watched that's the point of it. Girl. If it's a country show. Right. Yeah. But so that's the you know if it's if it's that big of a draw. I mean, I don't know. Jeez. Again, I have nothing to do with this. I'm not the NFL. What the hell do I know? But, man, if they just stretched it five minutes, and how relevant is Elton John and Dua Lipa's cold heart right now? They could have exactly. put it right in the middle of that. That's what I said before. Right in the stretch, middle. So you're going to You're going to be the bit. main thing, but we're going to do this other thing right in the middle of it. Or but something. Now, I if, don't know. If, if they stretch
1: that five minutes more, they're getting $7 million for, for what, 30 seconds. So they have, what do they got? Uh, 10, that's an extra $70 million worth of commercials. Come on.
2: Give us five more minutes. They look at it it the other way. They look at it the other way, Howie, as we'd rather sell $70 million worth of commercials in five minutes than give the performers
0: five more. I mean, when it was in San Diego perhaps but you know what your your ad your ad dollars might go further if you mix it up more and bring a bigger audience in
2: yeah but the ad dollars are already established before Mm -hmm. the groups announced I worked for the NFL for when they were in San Diego and it was amazing to watch the intricacies with which because I worked directly for the head of marketing for the NFL She came into town and it was the most incredible machine I've ever seen. I did a party for the commissioner. I did party for ESPN on boats because I ran boats then. And Mm -hmm. they had stuff down to the second. I had to get a gobo of the Super Bowl logo. I had to sign an NDA. I had to bring the NDA to the place that was cutting it. They had to sign it. We had to fax them back. I mean they were very 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 on top of it and i remember at the time being a dj saying you know who's the halftime act and she's like it's shania twain and they were out at jack murphy stadium in san diego perform like testing everything performing for like eight straight days running through doing fireworks getting the staging out getting it back and they're they're just so well oiled and this is how we do it so i Mm -hmm. think even, even recommending five. What's five more minutes? Oh. I think they're they're wound so tight, Brian. I'm out. I'm
0: I'm out of school tonight. That I'm sorry. We'll talk about something else. No,
2: no, 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 no. Not at all. Not at not all. everything I said tonight. I'm agreeing no, with Brian. It's not that I'm shooting it down. I'm giving the counterpoint to it. Well, a side you, note: Super Cadillac was a sponsor. No. Jane, <laughs> not, you ignorant slut. Yeah, Cadillac <laughs> was a sponsor <laughs> of the Super Bowl they brought in 75 blue not black blue cadillac escalades with michigan license plates that said manufacture on them those were brought into san diego and that's what everyone from the nfl was using because they were everywhere and i remember saying to nancy that's product placement. who i worked with and i'm like what's with all the cadillac escalades that are like out front there's like nine blue escalades she goes oh they're a sponsor so that's what they've given us Mm-hmm. I, i'm like this is insanity but i i think i think it, it it speaks to what we do as djs where we have to know our audience but i also think it's too polarizing to not to not mistake that it becomes a political statement almost that it well, becomes I, I, a I, yeah. social statement i, I, I was
0: thinking in those terms i was only i thinking didn't in- think that yeah i I was only thinking in terms of if you've got a nationwide audience maybe you should play to the entire nation and try to give everyone in the nation a little something i agree instead of just doing this or just this how about a little and those those shows where they tried to mix up the artists i mean that's cool and all but they're all kind of in the same wheelhouse they're all kind right. of, okay, this is the top 40 thing. Get the hip-hop in there. Always, always, always get it in there. Sure. And, and get 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 the country in there always. And get the top 40 in there always. And get mm-hmm. something else in there always. I think it would be nice to, to do something like that. I think it would draw a bigger crowd. And it would be I, interesting to see the collaborations. Be.
1: And then we could all be in the club.
2: Yeah. Oh, do you see what I did there? Upside down. In the club, upside and, down, yeah. and apparently he's been working on his abs because <laughs> I'm sorry, what I saw was a dollar fifty, not fifty cents.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that well, was more than fifty cents, right? Yeah, there. that was like a buck and yeah. a quarter plus.
2: No, yeah. I, I think, I, I, I don't think it's there to make the statement we think it's there to make. Well, I, I think they look no. at it as, hey, we're not going to pay you. What do you want to do? Like, because there are acts that have been offered the Super Bowl that have said how much, and they've said we don't pay. And they've said, no. You're looking at the
0: business and the things. I'm i oh, have from been. a programming point of view. I'm, I'm, I
2: know, but Brian, I think it's that's my point. It has to be all-inclusive, I think. It's you not, have to put it this way. If the Super Bowl is in Atlanta next year, would it make sense to have Dre and Eminem and Snoop and Mary J. Blige? Would that make sense? Or would it make more sense to have jermaine dupree and Ludacris and like they have to make nods to the locations and the locations are always sunny yeah, so you know too, it's but... always going to be in florida and california and
0: atlanta and texas well, you know that, that's that's fine and all but we've seen the who there we've seen the stones there we've seen paul mccartney there none of them are from the u.s no and they were so... big big shows that's yeah. true and they're yeah, a big prince, show. prince was you know what was it was it new orleans is that where he was I want to say it was no, it was 2007. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I mean it, it doesn't necessarily happen. And and that was just
1: that was just a confluence of of the perfect storm. Oh yeah. That,
2: that it, it rained really during like purple hell. rain. I during mean, come purple on. Rain. Come on. I think That's it's
1: like it's, it's, when's that ever going to happen again? You it know. It's really
0: it's really nice to to showcase your local talent and I think you should. But you know, there's other stuff too. And it's not just, I I thought it was really cool and we did. And I'm. you know what? No, no, I'm not doing it because it was so painful for me to watch it.
1: Yeah. But we're, we're music lovers. That's why we enjoyed, you know, we, we may have changed a few songs, but I enjoyed the music. And even though, and God damn, these people that are complaining, oh, they were lip syncing. Of course they're lip syncing. They got Two minutes to get the set set up, and then they start to perform. There's no way you can do live sound. They've been doing lip sync for years. Well, you mean Prince the- lip synced?
0: No, no, but I, no, I'll say didn't. this. I, I will say well, this. He didn't. They didn't have to. Well, hold on a That's second. That's my attitude. Hold, hold on a second. Uh, uh, in in their defense. Point? In their defense. Um, and and maybe I'm just out of school here on this. Very old, but. I'm thinking that the art form of rap yes isn't necessarily a stadium performance piece it's more of a more intimate baby <clears throat> piece excuse me that's when a valid statement it-
1: that's the yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. When, yeah when you try to do it at a stadium it's, it's- a tough
2: yeah. sell
1: yeah, yeah. If you do like
2: LL Cool J with Mama said knock you out you're going to get a crowd going oh I know this and I think that was part of it with Dre and Snoop was the mm-hmm. audience knew it, right? Mm-hmm. And they played off of "This is L.A." We're in Compton. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so for if you don't know this, SoFi Stadium is in Compton. It's like Inglewood, Compton. Yeah. It's right there. Oh, so like, it's a good neighborhood. It's getting there. Well, yeah, it's also oh, yeah. the most expensive stadium in the country. Well, well like seven I thought-
0: billion dollars. I, I don't know. I thought Snoop did a pretty good job. I mean, he was the first guy up there. Snoop was
2: remember. very good, I thought. No, but I mean, yeah. he, I
0: mean he, yeah. he, he commanded the crowd. Snoop could read the it. phone
2: book and it would sound good. He's course, got a swagger.
0: In, in general, he does. He does. In general yeah. I'm just thinking the, the art form of rap isn't necessarily a stadium performance piece. Un, unless you
2: have 20 rappers doing their thing really well, really yeah. rapid fire. Well, I like just if, you, noticed if the that... Super Bowl is Miami, I want Will Smith to do Miami.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, well i i had just noticed that you know when kendrick lamar went up there it, it was i i remember hearing this a long time ago it's an interview with um tim curry for rocky horror picture show from yeah rocky horror, and he was yeah. he was talking about he was inter- they were interviewing him during the filming of the movie mm-hmm. and he was in the the play the i don't know where it was where it was at. It was in London. And they brought yeah, it was LA, like London,
2: London West, West, West End or something. Or, yeah. London
0: was the first play. Yeah. yeah. Written, written by yeah. Richard yeah. O'Brien. And they asked him, yeah. you know, well, how, you know, how, how was it doing this as well? It's a little different because
1: a <laughs> little,
0: <laughs> well, no, he, he said it's a little different than the movie because, you know, doing the play when you're on stage, you make these real exaggerated gestures.
2: Re- oh, things, okay. It's
0: very theatrically. And, you know, you might, if you're going to raise your hand in a play you might go like this but if you're going to do it on the film you might just do this because right. you can, and we so all know how music. much love musicals <laughs> yeah i do but no i'm just saying he, he made an interesting point where live performance is different than on the screen or it's yes. more intimate on the screen where live it's like you, you tend to exaggerate your gestures i was mm-hmm. noticing. Kendrick Lamar was really over-exaggerating his gestures, but that's probably because he was in a stadium. But we were watching it on a television, which was more intimate, so it was just a weird mm-hmm. translation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's where, where It would have maybe looked more natural to us as viewers if his statements wouldn't have been as exaggerated.
2: Well, and he was shot in his defense. The two things that I didn't get about him, one, why was he on the stay, on the ground? And two, yeah. why of of you know, I think he got a Grammy on his first album. Or at least it was nominated. I mean, he's got some great songs that are well no, known. That he wasn't it. He okay, didn't he win. didn't win. But the no. song he did, he's got better songs that are better known. Like if you've mm-hmm. only got one shot, give them mm-hmm. what they know. Try to well, try to get like, you know. Wait a minute one shot that's Eminem he did that but, song yeah but the two yeah. songs Eminem did I was both like okay I get it but I'm kind of don't get it like oh, I totally okay it, yeah. one shot he's doing because Super Bowl okay no, but he's... like I would have been totally all over behind my name is like I would have totally tried to like yeah. get people be like oh what is this I like this because the other thing about the Super Bowl is famously just like the Grammys just like different award shows the next day you usually see a spike in sales on the artist Mm -hmm. due to their performance. I guarantee if you were to track Prince's sales the day that Monday after the Super Bowl, I guarantee they were higher than average.
0: That's a known fact. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack in what you just said. First thing you said was you didn't know why Kendrick Lamar picked the song he picked. And you had said earlier that they don't get paid for this. So you might as well promote his latest track. Now, on the other hand, a guy Ooh, like Eminem—that's a, a good point. A, a guy like Eminem, uh, who I really do like. I, yeah, I, I like yeah. the guy. I, yeah. I like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, let's pretend that you're not an Eminem fan for a minute, right? But maybe you've seen the movie yeah. Eight Mile and you like it because it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. He was playing to the audience. Eminem but, was the one that stood out did. to me as getting it and understanding who he was performing in front of and he did exactly what i think he should have done i, I
2: think, think he should
0: have been the choices. closer yeah i agree with
2: my shoe?
0: He I agree. came in right though with the thing exploding and it was this big deal he came in right i yeah. I, I i think i mean
2: the 50 cent thing and they said oh we're bringing in special guests so i thought oh they're going to do the tupac hologram and, and do, hologram. do california love <laughs> Well, because that to me made total sense, they, they like, did the piano, or, right.
1: did the, you know, they, you tribute, you know?
2: Yeah. But, or the, bring in Roger Zapp yeah. and have him get like pop up on stage, like up on your own. He's, he's Roger Troutman's yeah. dead. Oh, well, maybe his son. Himself. Well, get his son. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Um, but get, you know, do something because it's California or to, mm-hmm. to your point earlier. Maybe you have Mike Love come out and work California Eleven to California Girls or, ooh, ooh. you know, do, do something that's a twist on <laughs> okay. the area. And that would probably fulfill, because I'll tell you, if Mike Love had jumped up on stage, you know, suddenly talking like wordplay. Right, exactly. But if they'd yeah. gone deeper than just, here's my song, mm-hmm. I'm going to play it. If they had said for this Super Bowl here in Atlanta, in the middle of this song, where you mentioned this we want to bring the guys from little feet to do hot Atlanta, or we want to bring the guys in from you know jermaine dupree to do you know atlanta or whatever but yeah play off the environment and especially if there's something to do with the game or the well, spirit of
1: fight or what brian
2: said no i am feeling to everyone that's my point. I would have been yeah. really jumped up and down if uh, suddenly yeah. like, Oh my God, that's so-and-so like, because yeah. then you play mm-hmm. to the audience that Brian is saying, now you've got a bigger audience you're playing to. Cause Mike love is playing to mm-hmm. people that are much older mm-hmm. that are, you know, the beach boy fans or suddenly in the middle, like if there the was a of- song with the word margarita, have Jimmy Buffett pop up on a guitar and do margaritaville in the middle. Let me tell you,
0: you'd get the hell of a response. Yeah, there's all kinds of neat stuff that you could have done with it. In California, I mean, my gosh, the pool of talent there. I mean, it's crazy and it goes right. all over the place. New, old, whatever, iconic. There's tons of stuff. I remember, geez. I Randy think Newman could have done I Love LA. I think it was a Grammy performance uh, where they were doing uh, the Puff, PDI, Puff Daddy and the Family, I'll Be Missing You. And right. Sting popped up and said. Oh, yeah the bridge. I remember that.
2: And I thought it was amazing there, you know, that was amazing. I remember watching that on the Grammys or something. Oh yeah. Because I was like, Oh my God, is that sting? Oh my God. Sting's doing like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like, because I felt involved because I was like, yeah, I like the song. You know, I like Puffy. It's okay. But all of a sudden sting was more my speed. So I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Let me, let me,
0: let me just before we close the show let me tell you about the power of being involved and i never experienced this close up like i did when jennifer lopez and shakira were doing the super bowl halftime show in miami because mm. we, we've talked about this where i am not a nationalist in the least bit I'm not right. sitting around telling you how wonderful the violent films are or Liberace or Steve right. Miller or Les Paul, because they're from here. I don't get excited when, like, if I went somewhere and they said, Hey, we're going to play you something from Milwaukee. I said, Hey, how about don't play something out." Th- Your flag guy. is red, white, and blue with yeah. a star. We know, we know.
2: I'm not that guy. Got the one yeah. star right in the middle. We got it. We got you. But I have empathy for
0: others and Whoever was playing the Super Bowl that year, Blanca watched the football, but she wasn't interested in either teams. Right? She found out that two Latinas were going to be headlining the halftime show. She felt they were speaking to her. She'd never seen two Latinas do something like that on a national. When was this? The fifties. That's awesome.
2: (laughs) Just saying, it's like we, but we've seen these acts before, haven't we? She felt not, it, was it was that groundbreaking?
0: groundbreaking. But not Ooh. on the Super Bowl. Jay, it was the Super Bowl. It was Miami. Th- so it makes perfect sense. Grace I was I, I'll hear us. Dude, I was watching Blanca watching it. And it made me cry. It was beautiful. That's awesome. I mean, that was so important to her that right. she was included, you know. <laughs> If Here the power of
1: inclusion is right, that big. Back, right back to the beginning where you yeah, want yeah. to include everyone.
2: Then, then you know what? Moving forward, it. take Brian's it. advice, and I agree with I him, and it. simply make the Super Bowl. Okay. Oh. Yeah, make it inclusive. Make it inclusive all the way around and cover every possible. Have George Strait playing with J-Lo, playing with Dre, playing with Steven Tyler, playing oh. with... Jimmy Buffett playing with Luke Bryan, and just show that the point of the Super Bowl halftime show is the American inclusion of all when it comes to music. It's not just this or this or this. You should have said this in the beginning, Brian. You really should have made a point to like kind of give us this as a as a message. What's wrong with me,
1: moron? We wonder this every week.
2: We got to pull this out of you for the whole show. It's like you could I have just like
0: started a one floor with the cuckoo's nest.
2: Could have you just started with. Let's be inclusive.
0: Yeah,
1: except we won't suffocate you.
2: No, no, that would be no. bad.
0: No, that would be yeah. bad. No, no. You want well, some Wrigley's gum? No. Ooh. <laughs> double, oh, double goodness. it. Ooh, I want to. I want to put a fork in this. Well. righty. Okay. So, so there, there's a weird show for you, John. That you can.
2: Yeah. You know, but I, I think it's I think it's something that this show would be a good one to review next January February, and mm. see what the Super Bowl committee has decided to do with the halftime show for next year if yeah, they, they take, watch my show and say what were we missing well, not, not only that Brian but if they look at you know because social media is so strong now yeah you know back in our day the halftime show was just a thing they gave us it was the little cherry on top like hey for the for the wives and girlfriends or whoever's not into football. We want you to feel like we'll give you a little something, something. We'll give you hey, look, Tom Petty. Well, look, you know this. I think it's become bigger than that now because it's part of the package. It's part of the whole movement. Mm-hmm. And let's. it'll be interesting more so in twenty twenty three than ever before, because of everything we know and have the way America's gone for the last few years. This isn't the act that I was looking to as being groundbreaking. I'm looking at next year as where they can really say something, something powerful. And I hope they do. I hope they bring the four corners together in the middle and say, here you go, America, here's a mirror for you. Here's who we feel you are musically. And we're trying to give you a little bit of everything, because I guarantee the musicians would do it in a heartbeat. I could see JLo performing with any of them, Gloria Stefan, any
0: of them, whoever. I've done it twice. Uh, I, I was just going to say that, you know, one thing that we didn't talk about was I can't think of any other thing that happens all year that people tune in like they tune in for the Super Bowl. I, I can't. I mean, the That's Super Bowl true. halftime show – Yes. No, it's huge. We used to have MTV. We used to have people used to watch the Grammys. They cared about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. American it's Music
0: Awards and all that gone. Yeah, and I mean, they don't. The the, the ratings yeah. are down on that stuff. Yep. Weed so this down. is the showcase. Yeah. Yeah. On a global stage.
2: So yeah. maybe not even American Idol and all those shows anymore. Remember when no. American Idol peaked and you had Rod Stewart coming out of nowhere? It's like. Wait, what's Rod Stewart doing? Because Rod Stewart's management said, hey, Rod, want to sell a couple million albums? We need to put you on this final. Kiss played the final. Rod Stewart. Jeff,
0: I mean, they were bringing him out of the woodwork. Like, here you go. This is Mm. just, you know, such a huge stage and and such a unique opportunity that, I don't know, it's just a thought. Here, to your comment earlier,
2: do the Ringo All-Star Band... And you want, you want to see the entire Super Bowl get overshadowed and blow up? Out walks Paul McCartney.
0: He's done the Super Bowl. Well, he's know. done But this. Ringo's but, band but, is but, doing it with but, Ringo
2: on the drums.
0: But and Brian's, out walks Paul McCartney.
2: Brian's concept
1: of an all-star band. I've, right. seen, I've seen Ringo's all-star band yeah. eight times because they come into town every year. It's never the same people. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no. it's always great
0: what I was people. Alluding to yeah, or something like that. Not necessarily doesn't necessarily be musicians, but it could be. But it could also be just you know people coming out and performing and. and I, I think kind of... I think that the
2: twist because it's such a big stage, it's an opportunity, and there aren't a lot of bands that aren't back together now. Like Guns N' Roses, five years ago, six years ago, before they got back together, if you had said, "Hey." You know, Guns N' Roses is playing, and you walked out Axel, you know, is singing, and you walked out Slash and Duff, people would have lost their minds. But, oh, my God, it's the original. Uh, but theres not there aren't those bands anymore because people are either dead or they're just not there. Well, yeah, so I, right. yeah. It, yeah. You know, I can't even imagine what I would consider an all-star band today. Like, hey, everyone, Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers and the drums. Yeah, that's cool. He's a great drummer. But it's well, not is,
0: like, like I said before. I, don't worry about musicians. I mean, that was just an example. Just worry about a collection of diverse artists coming together and doing something.
1: No, I, I agree. That's a thing right now. I agree. I so, agree. We'll
2: put, so maybe at some point we should make this band. <laughs> well, no, we can't make the band. The band. No, we can. To... We can just pretend we can make the band. We can say, theoretically say, on drums on percussion Sheila E. On drums Ringo Starr. On bass, you know, whoever on guitars, whoever on vocal, five different singers. I mean, I would love to hear that. I would love to hear well, four different styles that. of music they singing. Do that
1: every year at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame,
2: and they yeah. have that one big jam at the end.
1: Yeah,
2: right. But maybe that's the new Super Bowl band concept, right? Moving right. forward, and then have rappers come out. And maybe they wrap over the original sample that's actually being played by a band. Yeah. That would be cool. Everybody's happy. Everyone's thrilled. Yeah. Well, once again, I have tied this package together and given everyone a reason to watch because I have now found what Brian was trying to say. I apologize for the time, (laughs) but it takes a while to pull it out of him sometimes. Okay. Sorry. But I think now you know where Brian's coming from. He would like to see Ringo Starr play the Super Bowl. Okay, great. I think we know what's going on. We'll see you next week. With the Vine Femmes.
0: Bye. Good night, everyone. Uh...